Hey guys, welcome to Shumi Masen, the podcast that's not really a podcast. Today I am your host, Bebe1, aka Gaius, and we have Bebe2 over there, aka Raymond. Hello, guys. Hi, so we call this a podcast, and what we're trying to do here is talk about geek culture, you know, your anime, your manga, your games and stuff. But Raymond, let's be honest, it's just two dudes sitting in a Discord chat, just talking shit, isn't it? Just having a good yarn, really. Um, we'll just go over the interests that we like um, and just spread our opinions on it and our mm. views, and then we'll just bounce off each other. Um, well, I think the funny thing is, like, the whole idea came about from us literally being in Discord chat. And, I mean, everyone in Discord or everyone when we're, we're in a group, we banter, right? And for some reason, we thought our banter was top quality. So we thought, let's record it. Let's make it into a podcast and see what happens. Yeah, it's a good idea. Everything from from just like gaming or just chatting, um, we just want to include other people into our into our little group, um, and hopefully it'll make for good a good show. Well, I think like with with podcasts or well, not podcasts like we geek culture in general nowadays, it's also intermingled. You know, like you, you I almost assume most gamers watch anime. Or most gamers have another kind of like gig interest in like, I don't know, in comics or um, board games or whatever. Definitely. With, with like, with how the internet is nowadays and how easily connected everyone is, it's it's a lot easier to be introduced or to be, to, t- to put your toes into another, another sort of hobby. Um, and a lot, as you said, a lot of the um content itself is like intermingled. Like if you have the anime, you do have like the anime games. Um, I think that's just Superman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. How do you feel about anime games? That like some of them are done okay. They're usually pretty difficult because most of the story itself is um in in is is set in its own regard due to the anime. Um, but for fans of like a game, for example, like the Sword Art Online games, um, everyone, some people want to play as a Kirito or like do do their sort of stuff in the game or have like experience of what they see in the show, and I think that's what appeals to them in that regard. I I don't think I've ever played an anime game that's not shit. I mean, <laughs> they, they, I mean, it's never like the anime, you know. You you watch the anime and like I know I I've never I haven't played the Sword Art Online one, but it's nothing like Sword Art Online because Sword Art Online is fucking VR, bro. Like <laughs> it's, it's not even the same thing. So and also, who the hell likes Sword Art Online anyway? <laughs> like, <laughs> the first idea that came to my head. But yeah, like, who watches Sword Art Online or or like those kind of animes and go, yeah, I really want to play the game of it. I mean, I think the late the the latest one that I did try was basically that um. It was like the fighting game with all the shonen characters, like um, jump, jump, jump fighting game. Yeah, heard, yeah, you I know the shonen that wasn't jump too game. too very well received, really. Um, yeah, well, it was jump force. That's what it's called. It was. Oh, yes. It was okay. Like it's like a fighting game, and like the idea is cool. You know, like would Luffy beat Goku and shit? But like it was. Definitely, bro- it really feels that fantasy where you're like, oh. If this if this main main protagonist from this anime were to fight another protagonist from this anime, like what would the fight turn out like? What how would the skills affect each other? Yeah, I mean that's like half the conversations nowadays, right? Like I mean, there's a whole YouTube channel called um, 
death battle that basically yes, has, yes, yeah. has, has all that shit. And they like, bro, they go hardcore. We talk about gate culture. That's the true gate culture, man. That's they true, do this fucking like studies and shit. And they're like, oh, fucking, I don't know. Ichigo has 10 penises, so he can probably, you know, whatever. <laughs> and it's, it's yeah. insane. Like the, the amount of like research and shit that goes into it, like good on them for doing that. But I, I could, I mean, like, I couldn't give a shit enough to do that much research on anything. That's true. It, it's, it's, it's a very kind of niche kind of thing, but I guess that's the whole point of these hobbies and everything is if everyone has their own little niche and everything, everyone has something mm. that they enjoy. Yeah, and here we are all accepting, except when guys hates on every other fucking niche. So <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> um, with the... Talking about fighting games, talking about that whole idea of crossovers and shit, do you, when you were a kid, did you ever play... Um, that game that's Capcom versus Marvel, those kind of like Street Fighter versus like whatever King of Fighters, that kind of stuff. I was more of like a, a Tekken, Tekken kind of guy. Oh, you're a Tekken uh, guy. Yeah, yeah. So Tekken was Tekken was my 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 fighting game. Um, obviously, like it was more of a button mashing tournament against bots or against like a friend back in the days where you're not really online anymore. Um, anyway. Yeah. Um, but Tekken. Tekken, I think, has its own like little system uh, with the sidestepping and the the 3D arena, which is a bit different from um, Street Fighter and maybe even Marvel vs. Capcom because that's that's just on one single plane. Is that correct? It's like a 2D plane. You can't sidestep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like you can. I mean, you can. You can step. Yeah, forwards and backwards, but not like yeah, sidestep. Yeah. It's like exactly. a 2D kind yeah, of thing. There's not like a, what, a, a Z axis or not a Z axis, a Y axis to the game. Yeah. Um, so I mean. That itself has its own like interesting mechanics in regards to it. Do you think that Tekken, or rather, when you were playing Tekken, because I did this a lot, right? When you're playing Tekken, you play. Did you play the campaigns or the story modes of all the characters? Yes, I did. I did. Yeah. So I don't know if you did this, but I would play the story mode, right? And like it would be like Devil Jin or you know uh, whoever Huarang or whoever, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you thought, holy shit, I'm like smashing this campaign so easily. Like, I'm god tier, you know? Like, you thought you were like the best Tekken player in literally the world. And then, and then you just, <laughs> and then you jump on with your mates and stuff, and they just smash you. They just <laughs> roll you with like another character. Yeah, they just destroy you. Like, you go into the arcades and shit, and there's some like, you know, usually fat dude who's been sitting <laughs> there like literally the whole day. I mean, He's not got- to stereotype, but I'm gonna. Right. He's, got, he's got his food and his drinks yeah, nearby. Yeah, yeah. He's on his in his favorite favorite oh, little cabinet. Yes. I hated that because like it's always I don't know why it was always Burger King and it was always <laughs> oily as shit after him. Like you know what I mean? Like all the controllers oh, yes. are all gross. And I'm like, bro, like you fat piece of shit. Like, what are you <laughs> and, doing? And there's and there's, like, there's no maintenance person that you can call over to clean. Well, welcome to New Zealand, man. Arcades are like, like in Japan. There's like fifty of them waiting. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, did you go to the arcades when you were in Japan? I did, I did. When I went to Japan, I think that was like a two years ago. I did end up hitting quite a few of the arcades. Um, I think it quite quite cool, like a good structure that I I thought mm. was um they had different levels um for yes, different sort yes. of games. Like obviously the bottom level will be your claw machine games, and then you yes. have a level where it's like you're fighting and then your rhythm game. I think that's pretty cool. I didn't. I mean, like, it, obviously, you need the space to do that, and in some countries, you might not have that. But it mm. is a very good um, kind of idea. Instead of having a certain area with one, you know, two or three machines where it's like fighting or rhythm, mm. then you have like a whole floor 
um maybe like dedicated to your music which is like your yeah. rock band or your rhythm games and then like you, you you kind of feel like you're with the people that enjoy the same sort of games oh yeah that's where you see all the pros right i mean like yeah. you go there and you watch and all the people they are like insane they're absolutely crazy i mean bro i mean i don't, I don't know if you saw the, there's literally like um salary men or basically our working class people right not working class but the the people who are like probably like CEO, COOs, like all these big shots and shit, right? Yeah. And they're like just in full suits and stuff. And they're like sitting in there um, playing on, you know, those drum games or the taiko or Guitar Hero. Or even better, some of them bring the gloves in. <laughs> exactly. That's what, that was going to mention. Like the one thing that you can tell if they're very good or not, is if yeah. they bring, bring their own gloves. Yeah, they bring their gloves <laughs> and stuff and they're all like crazy about it. But like, I mean, to be honest, they're crazy good. Yes, yes, yes. It's like that. It's like the opposite of the same when the gloves come off. Is that like when the gloves come on? You know, <laughs> when then you know it is the when the real things are gonna yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. It's like the complete opposite. Like in Japan, the gloves come on, and it's like completely <laughs> crazy. Like it's insane. Like these guys get literally hundred percent of like the most difficult things, and and they just stand there doing it. And the funny thing is, like they inherently because they're so good right like mm. usually it's tourists and stuff that's uh usually the case but inherently they they end up attracting all these um like onlookers you know like all these people stay and watch and shit yes and yes, then yes. like they watch and they're like oh you know it's so sick and stuff and then the guy has to it's always so awkward where he has to pretend like oh shit i i you know i know there's like 50 people behind me watching me but i'm i'm pre- i'm gonna pretend i'm like so in the zone that i don't re- you know i don't recognize that you, there's 50 you don't people realize in. that people you know are watching mean? Like you can it's, tell, man, they they like instant. It's just like this awkward thing where they're like, "Oh, you know, I know I'm really good, and people are watching me, but I kind of don't want to interact with them, or like I got my thing going, so I'm gonna pretend like I'm in the zone and I'm gonna ignore them and shit." It's, it's like, bro, we know, man. We know you know. We know, we know you know. The only attention you, you get. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just made like fifty rhythm gamers just like decide not to um listen to us anymore. <laughs> Well, it's, it's definitely what I what what I just thought was it is is literally like these arcades is literally just mm. Twitch chat before Twitch chat came about. It's like spectate like, <laughs> like you know, live streaming, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, streaming yeah, yeah, yeah. before streaming came out. You know, but it's I definitely think, yeah. a beauty to watch. Like, definitely anyone that has put in their time and dedication to that level mm. um, yeah. to be able to perform and you know, like kind of inspire or like even amaze. Um, I think it's like especially for people from overseas like foreigners like us when we go over and stuff I mean I I never even knew people could get like that I mean obviously you see YouTube and shit right but mm. like that's one in like maybe a million videos that you watch but these guys like it's a whole floor of pros they're just like going crazy and and like this guy will get 100% and that guy will get 100% plus the bonuses or whatever you know and yeah. it's like crazy it's insane and and have you but, have you ever mm. gotten to you know the um do you know when you finish a game or you finish your life there's a high score table? Mm-hmm. Have you ever gotten onto that never. high score table? Never, never. Ne- neither, neither, have, neither. Have you never, never? Mm. But but you see those people that play it, and then the whole high score table is their name. It's just like whoa. no, Raymond, nah, you're wrong, bro. It's not their name. We all know people put on the stupidest shit. They're like, ha ha, <laughs> let's put ass on, or like. <laughs> Or like whatever, you know, they put on those stupidest shit because it's like, haha, I'm not gonna put my name on. Look at me, I'm so edgy, you know. <laughs> and then yeah, it was yeah, yeah. Shit. Like it, we know that, bro. A little th- three-letter screen name. 
Yeah, you want to talk about gaming culture? That's the OG gaming culture. That Hitting the high score and then putting on the stupidest troll name ever. <laughs> That's true gaming culture, it's, bro. It's a flex. It's a definitely a flex. <laughs> it's a stupid flex because everyone's going to be like, yeah, I was ass, bro. Like, <laughs> You see the ass? Yeah, that's me. That's me. That's me. Like, no one knows because, like, you didn't put your initials on. No one knows who it really is. Um, I, I've actually seen... I, I've seen people, like... There's people that were on um a while ago now. People mm. that are on, like, the arcades that are sitting on the side. Like, mm. For example, like, Time Crisis, they'll be like, Oh, can I join your game? I'm, I'm the guy on the high score table. <laughs> Some people are like, Oh, yeah, I want to get further I, than, like, level did, 2 in Time Crisis. Ever? Like I, so, so basically, what you you they you, just jump in and and they you, help you, you out. You give them a credit and they kind of help you out. <laughs> That's so funny, man! It's like, that, it's bro, like paying for a clear. Well, you're talking about how arcades are kind of like Twitch, right? This is literally like the P levelers of our days, you know? Those yeah, Chinese, yeah. Pro, uh, not programs, those Chinese um websites which offer P leveling and, and like gold. <laughs> That's literally it. You're paying a credit in this case yeah. for someone to P level you because yeah. I mean, there's no other way you get through it. You want to see like a, right. like a further game, but I mean, these arcades, right? They're they're insane in Japan. You know, I don't think like I don't think they're ever as successful in any western country or in any country i've been to since um they're you know seven stories like the one in akihabara is massive seven stories blah 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 he's got like like you said different stories are different games and stuff but i'm just thinking they must make because they don't have arcades i'm oh, sorry casinos there and they only have pachinko parlors and stuff so i guess that's in a way kind of like a casino right um in a in a sense except without the crazy hardcore gambling they must make so much money bro like so much money through these it would be definitely mm. be interesting because you obviously have the running costs in the arcade of machines but with, because i suppose talking about japan again um i suppose one of the reasons where i work so well is because like this sort of stuff is like ingrained in them from mm. when they were young because it was mm. it was so so accepted yeah. um like people people like in in here you might get shit for playing like a phone game on like a bus or something you might not you might not want to like show it but like over there is like a, a, a accepted thing like i mean like, not yeah accepted, yeah, yeah like, exactly over people... over there sorry sorry i i just remember i just like remember something i have to say like yeah. talking about how it's accepted and stuff. I remember like people on the trains and stuff. Obviously, you know, they got headphones and they're very respectable, but they play like the most like lewd shit and they don't care, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. Straight up, you just see what, like, you know, you glance over at what people are playing and stuff and it's like Nekopara and shit and you're like, okay. And, then, right. and, then, and then you look at the person who's playing it, it's like a 40 year old businessman. <laughs> <laughs> Probably has like seven kids and shit. And he's just like, oh, yep, gonna get me and my waifu today. And then they, yeah. you know, like gacha games and stuff, right? They're crazy over there. And like, I get the, it. Mm. I, I know it's not like, I know it has, it still has like this thing, like a stigmatization over here. But mm. I think that either either they, they've gone to the state where they don't really care and people, other people see them, or it's just like, oh, people are just like, oh, I'll let you do your own thing, you know. It's what yeah, you yeah, enjoy, like, so like, yeah, doesn't yeah. doesn't doesn't affect me. Obviously, if it's something that's like really really bad, then someone would speak up, maybe. Like, but otherwise, I think people are left to do what they enjoy and what they like, which is which is in a way a, a good. Oh, thing. it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Like, it's it's. I mean, ironically, there's a lot of stigmas about shit that we don't even have stigmas about anymore in the Western world, you know. But like. On the other hand, they're almost more like accepting, I guess, of like these kind of gay cultures, which is weird because it's it's 
it's what well, it's still probably not as I mean it's more accepted these days, but not as um accepted as other cultures, you know, mm. in, in in Western society kind of thing. Yes, yes. I definitely. mean going going back to that whole arcade game and stuff, did you try those crane games? The UFO catcher games where you like, yes, of course. Yeah, you you see something that you want, you're like, oh yeah. okay. How much did you spend on it, man? Uh like more than more definitely more than buying buying yeah. like you get to the point where you're like oh i've spent like 15 dollars yeah. in this uh, for this like 10 dollar soft yeah. toy like i I have to keep going or it's a waste of 15. But have you found that like to be honest and 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 i think it's the whole uh not gimmick but it's like that whole moment that you're in when you're there that zone that you're in and you see things you're like oh that's really cool i want that that's really cool i want that and then you get it and you get home you're like bro i have so much shit that i don't need like 50 different <laughs> plushies of chocobos and stuff and you're like what the hell am i gonna do this you know what i mean like yeah, and yeah, yeah. I, I, I like i ended up giving away so much stuff that i caught through those claw machines because like i don't have firstly that much space for figures that i don't really want anyway um i just <laughs> thought it was cool um so like the last time we went we <laughs> I, I developed a massive addiction bro like straight up i was probably like one step away from having to go into a, like a loan out to play yeah, yeah 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 like i would have gone to a loan shop and be like bro i just need just give me like five more rounds man like seriously <laughs> <laughs> and so we went to those ufo games and and at first it was kind of like you know, just for fun, like, why not? We're in Akihabara, like, there's arcades everywhere, let's check out this one. And it was one of those, like, it's hard to explain without actually seeing a video of it, but it's basically the one that's, like, positioned really, like, on tenterhooks, right? On tenterhooks? Is that even a word? On, like, it's, it's, it looks like it's gonna fall, right? And it looks it's, like it's gonna fall, and, and you're meant to hit the left side, hit the right side, hit the left side, hit the right side, until it drops off. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes I, I, I know what you mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, I mean, these guys are genius, right? They make it look like it's gonna fall within, like, one, two hits. They're like, alright, we're gonna bait the shit out of these players, because all, like, you know, all UFO players are essentially idiots. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, there's the pros, and then there's people like us who go and, like, spend way too much, so long story short you know it, it looked like it was going to fall within one two and then you start playing it and you realize what they've done is the so-called hook that that is sitting on you think it's like a you know like a slippery piece of piece of plastic but what it really is it, bro there is like the stickiest rubber surface ever it's you know like, like many little like gradients on it that's like gradients bro not gradients man it's like i swear to god if if like you put it on your face it would just become like a tumor. Like it would just develop <laughs> on you. That's how like crazy it is, right? And so um, we started it and like, Nata, I was like, I don't really care. I mean, you, you know me, I don't really care too much about figurines kind of thing. Like I'll get it if it's like a fate one because fate is the best anime. Just putting that out there right now. Um, if it's a fate hot one, take. you know, or, or what, sorry? A hot take. Fate is the best Not, not a hot take. <laughs> it should be a normal take. <laughs> but anyway, so like, like, um, yeah, like if it's a fake one, I'll go for it and stuff. But anyway, so uh, you know, you're in there, and and when you're with um your your girlfriend or your friends and stuff, usually it's it's not really about what you want. It's about like, hey, what do you think we should catch? You know, for the fun of it, let's get everyone involved, kind of thing. So, you know, I go to Natasha and I'm like, what do you want? And and it just happened that the one we're in, and at that moment in time, there's there was a lot of um they were launching like a Disney line basically. Okay. So I had all like the Disney princesses, you know, we had Ariel, we had um, Jasmine, we had Aladdin, kind of, well, Prince Ali, rather, Aladdin and Prince Ali's uniform and all that kind of, you know, like Disney stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then yeah. we also had a whole Harry Potter line. 
Soul, we've got Snape, Harry Potter, blah, 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 all the, all, all the usual Harry Potter suspects. Um, and other hot take Harry Potter shit. But anyway, going back to the story, <laughs> um, so there was the whole Harry Potter line. And, and she's like, okay, um, let's, you know, let, let's try for these and stuff. And so I try, and bro, I get hooked. Like, it's not even about the prize anymore. I don't give a shit about the prize. It's about that, like, satisfaction of seeing it drop into the hole and those, like, bells go off. I started to live for those bells, you know, when, when yeah. they found the hole, how it's like, ding, 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 or whatever. It's a, it's a, there's a mini, mini, like, um, adrenaline high, or, or so to say. I, what we think it is, what I swear it is, like, after, like, you know, because, you know, I got a dog recently, right? And we have yes. what we call um, positive reinforcement. I swear what they're doing is like conditional training. <laughs> they like condition you to be like, shit, man, that bell equals good. Release the like endorphins and shit in your yes, brain. Yes. <laughs> I ended up, Raymond, no shit. In like the span of two, three days, that I spent 300 USD. Oh, shit. <laughs> three. 100 USD. And I got like, I got quite a bit, a few, right? Like I would say probably, I think like 10 figurines and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is fine. It kind of evens out because to be fair, like after a while, when they see you've played for like ages, right? They they make some of them quite easy for you to get. Almost like a consolation prize. Like, look at this idiot Gaijin. Like, let's stop <laughs> ripping him off and like give him this fucking whatever, Harry Potter I, one or like an I, easy, easy one, you know? Yeah, I, I, I was thinking about that as well. Like, I think they... It, it is a little neat thing where they're like, oh, they're like, okay, you've spent like this many time on <laughs> yeah. this. We're, we're going to make it a bit easier for you. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It, it's, like, it's like a nice gesture. You're like, oh, this is a god's but, hand. Or this is like, this is a gift from the gods. The hand but, of God is oh, the hand of yeah, God, bro. It's the hand of God. But, but honestly, like, it, I'm sure they've been taught to do that just to feed, just to feed your little endorphin Oh, no, rush. absolutely, absolutely. It's definitely it, it, did feed your endorphin rush. Well, I think it's more like, Let's say you've played for like, I don't know, 10 tries and you haven't got it, right? And they don't help in. You're like, nah, nah, nah. It's all skill or whatever. You, you're meant to get it kind of thing. And then you just leave. It's a bad feeling, you know? It's a bad taste in your mouth. You'll never come back. Now, you're like, hey, look, if I play 10, they'll probably help me out. And so you have that like mentality of like, oh, you know, it's not that bad. It's not like rigged. We know it's rigged, man. Let's be honest. Yeah, it's rigged. Yeah, yeah, right? uh, I guess there is skill to it, but but it's not like uh kind of the claw games we're used to in the child i remember claw games in childhood was about you you skillfully level it over the thing you hit mm. go and you catch it you know if it grabs it it grabs it now yeah. i mean like this is a fact you know these machines are are, are made so that they only grab grab properly like one in seven thousand or ten thousand or whatever yeah, the earnings is meant to be right it's definitely it's definitely yeah. like that like it's not there's yeah. no secret that it's uh, oh absolutely that way so i mean and the good thing is Japan doesn't, like, have it as the grabbing style anymore, you know? It's very much more about, like, can you use the claw to angle this through the little hole and that kind of stuff, you know? Yes, uh, yeah. And then, and then those little like, ping-pong ones where it's just, like, you have to grab a ping-pong, but they have to drop in the correct... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. you know, like, and, and it's fun and stuff, right? Um, so that's cool. Like, that part's really cool. But what what I want to talk about is, you know how we were talking about they they helping you and stuff? So... After 10 tries or after 20 tries, whatever, you know, you go, show me my sin or show me my sin. And then you call them over. And then they're like, ha ha ha, look at this idiot. And then like, they don't speak English. You don't speak Japanese. So like, you're just like pointing and shit. And they like smile and they nod. But we know in their head, they're like, fuck, this guy's retarded. What a noob shit, right? Like we could clear this in like 20 seconds kind of thing. Anyway, so then they open it up and they, they level it. And it's like, they make it as easy almost as possible for you. You're meant to like literally- Almost like, falling yeah. off. Like you press a button and it's meant to fall in. 
I swear to God, the amount of times they've done that and I fucked it up and they come back and they literally like, you can see them do a small like head shake like, oh my God, what is this guy doing? <laughs> I, I did so many. It's probably like where 150 out of that $300 went to, man, honestly. Did, did you Me have, did you have the up, ones you know? where like they try to help you and then you mess it up and then they, they come back and they try to help you again? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's me, bro. I messed it up and I'm like, I made it literally impossible to get it. Please help me again. And he comes back and he's just like, he like, he laughs, you know. Obviously, they laugh and they're like, oh, yeah. it's okay. I'll fix it for you. But I didn't hit it much. Like, bro, what the hell, man? How you, how you like choke on this? this like, guy. how you throw the easiest thing? It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's, it's like the most ridiculous thing. Like, they would have it so precariously positioned that a wind could knock it into the thing. And somehow I screw it up. Yeah, and then a bad guy who has to be like, "Oh, Sumi Masen, can you help me?" And they like open the door and shit. And literally, when they're opening the door, it's like shaking, and you're like, "It's just gonna <laughs> drop." I remember th- this happened, like you know, this happened so many times that they realized I was like literally the most like uncalled worst person at UFO games. But they made it so easy, right? Yeah. What happened was, so you know, you put the coin in, and yeah. the claw kind of like shakes to life, right? And the machine, yeah. and it goes like, Bruh, and then like the the whole machine kind of shakes around a little. Mm-hmm. It was. They made it so easy. The, I put the coin in, the claw shake, and the thing fell. Like literally. <laughs> so they must have been like, "This guy's so bad that like you could like all you have to do, bro, put the coin in, and we'll give it to you." <laughs> like, that was my. That was the extent of how much I played and how much easy they did it for you. Yeah. And 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 so I see. But the thing is, there, there's pros to these. They are like pros who who are, um, they go there and they almost like make a, not a living, but they make money out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, with, are you talking about the little shops that you can resell? Like yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so they, they go and they like, bro, they walk out with like bags and bags and bags, right? And then they just resell it for, like, I don't know, like maybe like five bucks each or whatever. There's definitely a market because I think there are probably some figurines or some soft toys that are, Claw exclusive, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like the, you, you can't just buy normally. You just but you can't buy from a shop. You usually it's like a wholesale shop you can buy from, but otherwise, like it, you just have to play that claw game. And with those, with those money, with those kind of games, then the item itself, when you get it, has its own like little value to it, like a rareness value, and shoots its price up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, because they unreleased you like a certain time or like it's like exclusive to this or that. Um, I remember watching like a YouTube video. I can't remember who it was, but basically they got one that was like exclusive to the arcade, you know, like I yeah, think it was, yeah, yeah. Um, was it Reload or whatever it's called. I can't remember the arcade name, but it was like basically only this place in the whole of Tokyo slash Japan slash whatever has this one kind of figurine. And it's pretty cool because you, you wouldn't, I mean, I guess anime culture is culture there you know it's just part of their culture there to the point where it's almost like we can use it for marketing and stuff um i can't imagine here if like you know let's say nike nz or or whatever a new business was trying to launch it i i highly doubt you would see on tv naruto coming to like represent a product you know like buy this new drink from naruto tastes just like rasengan or whatever (laughs) you know i I just don't see her it's definitely not as much of a market um overseas yeah. for that sort of stuff. You you have like the people that will like go crazy over it, but mm. it's definitely mm. not as many people. Weebs, basically, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think uh 
going back to that, you know, talking about the figurines and stuff, have you seen, I mean, the price difference in Japan versus like, oh, like Western countries? I get the shipping. I get this, you know, it's probably fragile. So you need to pay additional, like extra additional care. But we're talking like, I don't know, we're talking like maybe 100 USD to like three, 400 USD yeah, for the same yeah. thing, you know? Well, it's, it's, it's like a two to three time as mm. much, definitely, especially for the high quality stuff. It almost makes me want to start like a thing, you know, because they have those secondhand shops, right, where people sell their, you know, like we said, the the ones who sell the claw game figurines and and their unwanted figurines for cheap and shit. Yeah, I wonder if like it makes sense to go to these two dollar shops, buy it, and then just like send it to the west and sell it. Even the five dollar ones would probably cost like sixteen bucks here. Yeah, if if there's if there is, there there definitely is. shops online that do do, do uh, yeah. that like yeah yeah i mean this is this is where if we had a sponsor we could go into a sponsor but you gotta you gotta think far but this is this is where those sponsors uh those shops do come in where they, they are selling like for example mm. i'm sure there's like japan or even like eu or uh, us exclusive stuff mm-hmm. that they are happy to get and ship to overseas um people well um, do, do you collect figurines yourself like do you have many i have a few i mean they're, they're just around the house they're usually just from either claw games or oh, certain right. anime or games that i do like that i see mm. um i hardly like I, i'm not i'm not the type that would spend like 300 dollars for a figurine maybe someday mm. uh, well, you really get let me let collection. me let me change the question that if you lived in japan do you think you'll be into figurines yeah, I think I would get mm. I would get figurines just as like a decorating tool. Like you, you if you have like a room or like an office or something, you kind of want to like personalize it, right? Yeah, and there's only so much you can do, like posters or artwork or figurines in a way. Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. It's it's the same for everything. Like the the DC or Marvel figurines. Some of them are very, very, very cool and exclusive and very well made and. It obviously looks very nice on your desk or on a shelf or something. Yeah, it really brings brings a flair and like a like a personal touch to your area. I so definitely, like, I don't know. I feel like um, I don't know. I I feel like it's it's an accessibility issue, you know. When mm. you know the the because there's grades to these figurines, right? Um, mm. for example, I used to not really collect, but I used to like mess around with Gundams and stuff. Yeah. And the Gunplus, basically, because we're pro, so we call it Gunplus. And <laughs> and they're, like, not... I mean, they're not too expensive here, but it's definitely a lot more expensive than Japan, right? And mm. so I just thought, like, if I was in Japan, I would probably keep it going as a hobby. Right now, I've stopped because, like, you know, it, firstly, it takes up so much space, man. God damn, figuring it takes up so much space. And you get to that part where you only have so much shelf space, right? Yeah, <laughs> so like... Which one do I keep and which one do I box up? I have like a shelf that's just like packed full of it and I just don't really have the space for it anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something, it's not, I guess it's kind of like not like Lego, even though people don't really do this, but in Lego, you can kind of break it apart and keep it in a small box somewhere, right? Yeah, you, yeah. Ne- you can't do that with Gundam, Ben. I mean, I guess you can, but you probably forget. I don't look at the manuals, man. <laughs> I just build them, you know? Um, so I think if I lived in Japan, like if I was over there where, where this, all this access to 
anime and games and stuff and it's so normalized in their culture that it's like just part of the merch you know you're gonna release an anime expect merch to come um yeah. that's shit merch like keychains and and those badges bro those badges are fucking stupid um i hate playing and then you get them like what the hell yeah exactly it's like the pity prize man <laughs> right um but, but like I, you know keychains all that stuff and it's all sick but then there's also like the sick merch, you know, you have your figurines, you have your posters, you have all these like wall banners, all that kind of stuff. And it's awesome. It's yes. awesome that um, yeah. it, that it's just part of the culture to almost like a collective, uh, not the collective, that's a different thing. Almost like a collector's culture, you know, where you're like, yes. I want to collect that, I want to collect that, I want to collect that. And I guess that's why things go crazy expensive, right? Definitely. I mean, it extends to um, further than Japan as well, in a way. Like, I've in Hong Kong, um, mm. not anime and stuff, but, like, the Gundam culture is quite strong as well there. There are, like, yes. hobby stores where you do have, like, your master grades even even higher. Not um, even hobby like stores, a... Raymond. They have literally Gundam, uh, what do they call it? Gundam bases? You know, the ones in uh, Odaiba. Oh, yes, yes, Odaiba, yeah. But that massive, like, literally massive. And, and you go there, and the Gundams they have on display, holy crap, man, they're insane. They're more, like... They're not even master grade. They're like god grade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like perfectly made. Some of them are fully metal. You know, they're perfectly made. Yeah. They're like some of them you can paint are, yourself yeah, and stuff, yeah. right? Yeah, they paint. They're like custom painted. And I never bothered to send down the little things. You know, uh, where you cut them. There's always little. Oh, really? I, yeah. Like I'm a lazy as Gundam. Dude. I just <laughs> want to see the finished product. I don't even like the stickers because I think stickers are really tacky. But, you know, whatever, right? I, I, mm. I build it and I look at it and I'm like, sick, awesome, done. What's the next Gundam? And the next Gundam. <laughs> but there, wow, it's like, it's a, it's an art, man. It's literally an art form. You know, it's definitely. insane. It's definitely like, it really showcased, I suppose it's like a skill kind of thing as well. If, if you can like assemble mm-hmm. it like mm-hmm. in a way where it is like flawless, there is a certain like prestige to it. Mm, yeah yeah and and also i don't know if you uh you noticed or you were aware but like there's also the custom builds where they get like a billion different p- uh, sets and they're like all right i want the hit from this one and the arms from this one and the weapon from this one and like the wings from this one and the legs from this one and it's like completely custom and it looks insane oh. like it's gundam like like fusion gundam yeah yeah gundam fusion like 57 or whatever right and it's insane it's like awesome that's pretty cool. I, I wasn't yeah. aware of it, but it does sound like a very interesting concept. I, well, you know, like the, the, the Western world, right? We have Lego, where people yeah. build like crazy things on Lego. I feel like that's their Gundam. That, that's I mean, that, that's yeah. their equivalent, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, insane. and 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 if the if the company can make the the builds initially to be interchangeable like that, then mm. you know, props to them. They exactly. Fought, exactly. Fought so far ahead. Well, it's it's genius. It's a genius like money maker move. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, talking about anime, do you watch much Gundam to begin with? Um, I didn't follow a big series. I suppose like I saw bits of Seed and stuff, but this was a long mm. time ago. Don't remember too much of it. I mean, I do it. The it was very cool to see like giant robots fight each other. I don't mm. remember much of the story, but. Yeah. This is back when I was younger, so I think so. The the main appeal to me was like the big mechas fighting against each other. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like when you're young, robots fighting is like the most crazy shit in the world. You're like, man, the Japanese have this figured out, man. It's <laughs> <Like, laughs> very, very cool. You can like imagine imagine yourself like, oh, if I was piloting one of these guns, yeah, how, how cool would it be? Um, did you play any of those um 
the Gundam games? <laughs> what a long question, Raymond. You know we have because we tried it together and we were yeah. shit. We were the worst players in the world. I mean, some backstory for the listeners. Raymond and I once were hanging out and we were, we were well, we were bored, really. And so we went to like the local game shop and we got like the first PS4 game we could find, basically. The, the bargain bin shit, right? And we got a Gundam game. And we had no idea how to play it. It's really popular in Japan because I see it in the arcades and shit. But yes. we were so bad. And and not just so bad. We couldn't even beat the AI, bro. <laughs> it was like so cringe and just the worst experience I've ever had. It was was it in Japanese, Raymond? I don't remember. Uh, I think it was English, but I think the most uh. the most the most memorable one that I remember from that is because we when we when we saw it in the bin, we were like, oh. Remember playing these Gundam games where you have like two two on two? Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. And we're like, oh yeah, we, we'll do that. We'll, we'll, we have two controllers, we'll have fun. <laughs> Bring it back home. How, how does player two join? How, how does player two join? Yeah, it was a like single player. And it's <laughs> If we look I mean, at the back as like... one player only. Like, oh, okay. No, 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 no! I remember because looking at the back, it said one to eight players, but that made them, it meant online, like the eight yes, the four v four. And so we were like, "Oh shit!" If it, eight I guess players, we're sharing three. the controller. <laughs> and then I remember us playing. I was like, "Remember when you were a kid, right? And like your mom bought you a PS one or PS two or whatever, right? Mm. And and you only had that one controller because." These things be expensive back then, you know? Like, yes, yeah, yeah, when yeah, you yeah. don't earn your own money and you're trying to ask mom for extra 50 bucks and you have a choice of spending 50 bucks on a game or another controller for your idiot friend Larry or whatever, right? <laughs> you're not going to buy the controller. Let's be honest, man. Who cares about the controller? Everyone buys the second game, right? Yeah. And so, yeah. I don't know if you remember, like, when, or, or you ever went through this, when I was a kid, <laughs> yeah, it would be like, okay, okay, everyone gets one life, okay? You die and then my turn. And then you, like, swap yes, between, yes, like, you five swap the controllers. It was like so powerful because you had to wait like <laughs> 50 minutes between each turn and shit. And it was like just the worst game ever played, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, and everyone's like spectating and shit. Like, that was the first OG spectate, spectating, yeah. man. It's, it's like either that or it's either the, the passing in controller run or you, you pass in the jank ass player to it controller, which is like not even the official brand. <laughs> it's some yeah. off brand. Like, the off brand. We don't we don't support piracy here on Shumi Masen, but, but like honestly, I mean going back to that the, the whole uh you know, the whole spectating thing, I, I remember where you know you would die and then you would you would pass it to your mate and stuff and then they would play it. But back then it wasn't annoying. You know, it was like sweet. We're all part of kind of experience. And it was funny watching people, right? Firstly it's the first spectating. Secondly it's probably like the first like Twitch, you know, like live stream kind of style. But I don't know, nowadays, you know, we, we play so many competitive games, right? But let's just say at CSGO, for example, where you die and then you wait to respawn in the next round. Yeah. I find it so annoying now having to wait, which is crazy because like back then when I was a kid, there's no problem. I could wait literally an hour for my my turn again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely like when you get older, you know, <laughs> get older, you're just more of an yeah, asshole. Yeah, 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 your time is more precious in a way. Like the... The, the the whole waiting time to it, it, it seems so much longer when you're an adult. It's like, oh my god, I've already waited for five minutes. That's just too long. Yeah. <laughs> it's really not. It's really not it, a big it's deal. Not, it's not too bad of a deal. It's, it's like, oh, okay. Uh, you kind of just want to get into the next round as soon as possible. You kind of want to be doing something. 
Yeah, I mean, back then it was it was like it's very different. I mean, back then you know you play with your mates and stuff, uh, and even if you were one of those rich kids who had like four controllers, yeah, you, you remember like split screen play. Yes, um, I yes. I mean, we all, right? every game and those split screen play. Uh, split screen play. God damn. Okay, did you have you found rather that nowadays you can't do screen split screen? So, for example, like back then, right? You know, you you split it, no problem. You're like, okay, I'll look at the top half, you look at the bottom half, and you don't really like, you know, you don't screen watch people. It's just like instinctual. You like the top half is mine. I won't look at the bottom half. Nowadays, like I don't know what's. Maybe I'm so used to having a PC with like multiple screens, right? That a split screen for me is like is like sacrilegious, man. It's like heresy. It's like, what am I? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what is this Povo style of gaming? So like when we go to our mates and stuff and, and, and there's like one TV and, you know, you, you, there's still games like COD and shit that you, that you jam as like LAN parties and friends and stuff. Mm. And and you split screen it. I can't stand it anymore. Like, I'm like, bro, I like look at the whole screen and then I'm like, man, I'm not trying to screen watch, but I just, my brain can't handle having half a screen. It's the most it's awkward. Just gone. If, if, yeah. if you, you're putting yourself like a disadvantage at a sort where you don't have to the 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 screen real estate to see more screen real estate. <laughs> like we're talking like we're like pro gamers and shit, and all we're playing is fucking like Hello Kitty Adventure on split screen, and we're like having a cry, you know. <laughs> um, going back into anime, so recently I watched the new. I'm not sure if you know on Netflix this new show called Record Record of Ragnarok. Okay. Right. Okay. And I, and I messaged you guys about this, and I was like, I was furious because, oh, not furious. I was very, very unimpressed. Uh, okay. So the story of it is the story is really cool. It's like a battle royale for gods versus human one on one. You know, kind of like Bucky, but instead of humans, it's god versus humans. Okay. Okay. Oh, um, I don't know if you know your uh, three warring kingdoms of. China, the you know the 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 classic Sankuo Yanis story, yeah. Um, yeah. But it's basically the first battle was Thor versus Lupu, and we know Lupu is god here, right? If you play Destiny Warriors, Lupu is like the god of like he's just the best warrior ever created. And so like I was like, holy shit, cool premise or like you know entertaining premise. Um, gonna be sick fight scenes, bro. It was so bad, like. No, not executed no, right it was so bad like i i haven't finished it so i can't say if it gets better right in episode two i basically stopped watching i shit you not let me i'm gonna describe episode two's um kind of like backstory and i know this is the official backstory of thor so any listeners don't come and reach out to me and be like but this is the norseman story fuck you i know what i'm talking about okay <laughs> so this is the backstory and because it's in japanese you're gonna hear something that is very very familiar tell me what this reminds you of the backstory thor starts fighting and obviously as all shonen does there's flashbacks right he flashes back and it's like this is the story of thor he lives in asgard where the ice giants almost always attack right so the animation shows a big walled off city massive city it's all walled off massive towers right and then the, the ice giants attack. And what do you see? A scene where the ice giant picks his head over the wall. Oh, familiar, no? Oh. Okay, and what's the word for giant in Japanese? Kyojin. Oh, second part. They keep saying Kyojin. I know it's a, it's a, it's a nomenclature thing. I know it's like a 
a name thing, right? But I swear to God, bro, the animation is a giant picks his head over the wall. The giants, they used to attack only one at a time. Suddenly, they're all attacking at the same time. They've broken through the gate. They're chasing people. They're eating people. Wait. Wait. Isn't this... You know, like in my head, I was just expecting that to come on. Like, and I was like, this is literally Shingeki no Kyojin. Even the Kyojins are called Kyojins, man. Yeah. You know? And so, like, oh, oh, and one more thing the people, the attacking force or the defense force, you know, the people who fought the Kyojins. Yeah. The Kyojins. They were kind of like angels. So they were like flying around. Oh, flying around? Does that not sound familiar? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, it was so... It wasn't a rip-off. I know it's what the Norseman myth, uh, mythology is, but like the way they did it was literally almost screen for screen the same as Shingeki no Kyojin. It was like almost just the same. I almost expected Aaron to appear. Um, and so that was his backstory. And I was already like, wow, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. Um, it's like... It's like a pirated version of, of Attack on Titan. And then they start fighting, right? And it's cool because Lupu has his legendary spear and, and uh, Thor has his legendary Mjolnir, the, the hammer. And yeah. the hammer, by the way, in, in this anime is like the size of a car. He's just holding it like nothing because, you know, he, only he can carry it. And it's massive, so it's really cool. And then it gets to, oh my god, man. And then it, the classic, like, oh, you know, he's a god. He's going to destroy him in one strike. And no, Lupu, like, defends it. And they're like, how can you hold off against a god? You know, that kind of, like, classic cliche bullshit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that happens, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, Thor decides to do his, like, final, like, ultimate, ultimate move. Like, you know, the most crazy killing move in history. And he... <laughs> and the animation, I shit you not, it is like the most stupid looking ultimate move charge up I've ever seen. So you have your Dragon Ball with your Kamehameha. You have your Naruto where he pokes his head making the Rasengan, right? You yeah. have your Sasuke with his Chidori. You have Bankai in Bleach. You have all yeah. these, like Luffy with his charging up and shit, right? You have all that. Um, I think Luffy's got Air Gear or whatever, but you know, you know what I mean? In Shonen, they charge up and it's very classic. <laughs> Yeah, you know what his charge up thing was. Literally, have you seen the Matrix? You yes. know the Matrix one where Neo does his back bending shit, where he's yes. like his his knees go to like ninety degrees and he's like dodging a bullet. That was basically his position. He was like, I'm gonna bend back real far because if I bend back real far, when I swing it, it's gonna be like even more crazy, you know. <laughs> and like I was like, firstly, I guess maybe the physics makes sense. I don't know. But, like, in the, you can imagine, bro, in the animation, it looks so stupid. Like, it's the most stupid-looking thing. Like, Not he's bending visually back, like, landing back and, like, charging up. And Lupu's just, like, standing there, like, oh, you know, like, bro, like, he's literally just attacking, man. He's not even ready. He can't even see you coming because he's looking at the ceiling. Like, and, and so that was episode two. After that, I stopped. I was like, great premise, potentially great anime, can't watch it. And the art was good. You know, uh, the art was good. Like, a lot of times I don't watch anime because art is, I can't stand the art. I'm a real, like, pretentious idiot like that. It has, um, it has to be, like, a certain standard. For example, Devil Man Cry Baby, I heard is one of the best animes out recently, of recent times. I can't watch it. Like, I just can't stand the art. I, the I just can't. was definitely very unique. I did watch that is, as well. It, is it, it good? Apparently a, it's really good. I, uh, it, it, had, it was a very good, like, 
what will happen next episode. I kind of want to see mm. what happens. Like the story mm. was engaging, um, but the art is definitely a yeah, unique art get, style. I, I couldn't get into it. The art, I was like, this is weird, man. Like it's just like a five year old druid. <laughs> um, I know the story is really cool. I know it's a really good game. I, a good game, a really good anime, and I'm gonna get a lot of hate for this, but I just could not bring myself to finish it. <laughs> I could have. Definitely interesting. Yeah, yeah, definitely interesting art style. Um, maybe if it was like maybe if some other studio redid it, maybe it'd be more interesting. Or if you like watched like a maybe you read it mm. or like a manga version. Then I mean, like between me and you, I I mean not between me and you. It's not a secret, but most people who know me know I read way more manga than I watch anime mm. because. I don't know. I just, I just really like manga. Like, I love manga a lot more than anime. I feel like anime is, I don't know. Anime is something that you have to commit time to, right? You like yes. at least twenty minutes, and sometimes the episodes like, shit, I just wasted twenty minutes. That was not worth it, kind of thing. Like uh, manga, you, you like pick up anytime. You're on the train, you pick it up. You are like, uh, on the bus, you pick it up. You're walking to wherever. You could just scroll through manga real quick, right? It's, it's a very like you can go at your own pace. Mm, really exactly. like it's not it's not dictated by a 20 minute episode or something exactly like if you if you want to go through um a certain like scene faster or if you want to spend a bit more detail on that um time looking at the detail on that scene then you definitely have that freedom to which is a definitely a big selling point you know that whole thing like, i don't want to be one of those reddit people but like the whole thing of like the manga did it better that's to be honest, usually me. Like, because I've always read the manga first for most of the anime. Oh, Every time the anime comes, I have such a high standard that I'm like, this is not good. <laughs> because the manga is so much better. Um, but talking about kind of anime manga thing, that's that's kind of like Jujutsu recently. You know, I've read the manga before the the thing came out, and like when it came out, Jujutsu's actually done pretty well. Jujutsu Kaisen. Yes. Um, done pretty well then there's stuff like Kimetsu I would actually say and hot take Kimetsu is shit but okay Kimetsu is just average it's not shit I take the fact <laughs> it's just average but Change Kimetsu no, no Yaiba which is Demon Slayer in English Yeah, I think it's called Demon Slayer in English Yeah, uh, the, the, the manga is good like the story and stuff you know it's decent it's not bad it's like a pretty classic shonen manga um mm. And why I say it's average is because I don't think it's like anything special. You know, it's just like any other manga. But I will say the anime adaptation actually makes it good because the anime adaptation's art and like animation style is insane. It's like yes. so yes. good. The, the, the studio did a very good job and, and it's, it's got this in individual flair. It's yeah. not like some other, like, it's not, it's not like copy paste or not like, not copy paste, but like not too similar to another thing. If you, if you get like a scene, a like screen grab of like a certain, any like scene inside an episode mm. where it has that style, then you can you can straight away be like, oh, okay, this is definitely like Demon Slayer. Um, yeah, yeah, from that, that, that's exactly it. And and also the, I mean, we talked about this uh, the other day, but like the fight scenes and stuff is very different from like normal, uh, not normal from other shonen where other shonen is very classic. Like we talked about it, you know, the whole charging up scene where it's like usually a character like almost like literally huddles up into like a ball and is like charging up and then he's like and then, yeah yeah and that kind of stuff but the art style of like the, the fight or the powers I guess uh, the skills that they're using it's so crazy like Tanjiro's water stuff and his yeah. like fire I don't think you guys got the fire dancing I think that's in the anime uh, in the manga Um, so his water style and then 
yeah. you know, all the different kind of like breathing, I think they called it. Looks yeah, yeah. crazy when they animated it out. It almost looks like a fighting game brought yeah. to real life. I don't know, to, to do an anime form. And they animated it and it and looks insane. Like I love it. I feel like I feel like I a good point. Like I I can't remember exactly if it's the same all the time, but mm. I feel like from my from my memory, um it feels like a lot of the fighting is like they're fighting to like finish the fight. You know, you, yeah, you yeah, have yeah, like yeah. shows that are like <laughs> like the yes. fight is drawn out. Like these guys, like every move. What, is what do you mean, Raymond? To, like, are are you fight. you do mean Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like fifty episodes for fucking Goku just to like not even kill Frieza. It's like fifty episodes. Goku lands a finger on Frieza, and Frieza's like, "Oh, Sama, <laughs> how did you do that?" And it's like, oh, <laughs> "Oh man, this is the worst." Like that time I, to get I, stronger. I don't like DBZ because of that. Like I literally can't rewatch DBZ because it's just like, "Oh my god, this is so annoying." Um, and I didn't even watch DBZ as a kid. Like I actually don't like DBZ. Uh, not a hot take. I just. It's a personal thing. I I I get the appeal. It's like a very childhood thing, but I just never watched it. Uh, before we go into DBZ, though, Demon Slayer Kimetsu. You know that lightning guy, uh, Z- uh Zenetsu. Yes, yes, yeah, sleepy guy. Did he annoy you, or did you like him? I wouldn't say I I liked him. Mm. I wouldn't, but I wouldn't say like he wasn't like it. It's not like every time he came on screen, I was just like, oh. but he. I think he was designed to be kind was, of like the yeah, no, the crazy kind of, yeah. Exactly. Well, no, but the crazy thing is, it's not just uh, it's not just that. Um, apparently, Kimetsu, uh, Demon Slayer, wasn't doing that well until he came on as a comedic relief. Really? Like, and I think maybe it translates more in the manga because in the manga, you know, when people like yell and stuff in the manga, it's comedy. It's funny. It's like ha ha ha. This person's like ah, I'm so scared, and it's like funny, right? In a way, in mm. a way. Mm. In anime, when you hear it, and he's literally screaming like. It's the worst. Like, it annoyed me so much. I literally stopped the first time. Like, I put down this anime because of Zenitsu. I was like, okay. I can't watch it. He's so annoying. And people are split into two camps. They either love him, and the Japanese yeah. love him, right? Really? Or they hate... Well, that's what I'm reading on, you know, official okay. sources, such yeah, as yeah. Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> so they either love him, uh, from what I can gather, or people like me just absolutely detest him, like, want to drop the, the thing because of him. Right, right, right. I will say in in the manga, actually, I should probably not talk about this because no, uh, the anime is not up to it, so it's probably spoiler alerts. Uh, read the manga, you plebs, and then we can talk about it. Uh, so going back into that, DBZ. Yes, let's talk about DBZ. Okay, everyone grew up with DBZ, like everyone, you know, everyone I talked to in New Zealand, in um, Singapore. I don't know about Singapore. In New Zealand, in, in Australia, all that. Like everyone's like, man, remember DBZ when we we're kids, DBZ, DBZ, this, DBZ, that. Love those mm. dragon balls, right? Mm. Sweet. I my anime when I first started was not DBZ, was not Pokemon, was not Naruto, was not like any of the mainstreams. I don't even know how this was my first anime. It was, and you probably don't even know, it was Full Metal Panic, Full Mofu. Oh yeah, I know. I know Full Metal Panic. You know what? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Full Metal Panic uh, is so underrated, but it's also kind of like because they got. I if I'm not wrong, they got like fifty, not fifty, but you know they got a whole bunch of different studios to do it. So every time they change studios, it's like it lost a bit of its charm and, and gained a bit something else. You know, like it became this weird Frankenstein project where every time they there was a new one, it was different. They had its own um, like little little spin, a little flair yeah. to it. Exactly, exactly. And so 
that was my first anime, and it was it was basically comedy. Fumofu is like the comedy arc, right? It's almost like a spin-off yeah. comedy arc. And it was, bro, I loved it. It was so good. It was what introduced me to like Japanese anime comedy because you know how it's real different. It's like real funny. Uh, not real funny. It's like not Plastic. like Western. Yeah, slapstick. Yeah. It's not really like Western comedy. And even though it's slapstick, it's not like American slapstick. Yes, yes, yes. You know little, what I mean? It's yeah, got it. its own like charm to it. So yeah, that was the first one I ever watched. People who haven't watched it, give it a go. It's really, really funny. It's well. I remember it being really funny. It's really good. I really liked it. But that was my first anime. So after that, I went on to Bleach, Naruto and stuff. And only after that, I picked up DBZ. So it was like, I went backwards, right? And after you watch stuff like Bleach, Naruto, the ones where basically build on Dragon Ball Z's kind of tropes and Dragon Ball Z's uh, cliches, Mm. It's hard to go back because I know DBZ came first or I know that DBZ, you know, started the whole 50 episode charge up bullshit and uh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. get that. But it's hard to go back because you're like, man, Naruto did it better or or I believe <laughs> did it better or whatever. And I know it's super controversial to say that. But yeah, I, I just never really got into DBZ and I really never like I loved it. Um, People are like, oh, but that, this fight, that fight, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Didn't really do it for me. Did, did you? Were you like a huge DBZ fan? I wasn't a big DBZ fan, but I think it's mm. accessibility to it. I mean, it was on like TV quite often, mm. um, especially during like after school hours. It's like one of the first ones that you come back ho- come home to. So I think I think that's the big point why it was so um, so many people know it because it was just so accessible. Yeah, it like, was just everywhere. It was like basically yeah. one of the few animes that actually showed in New Zealand, basically. And it, and it's got it's very it's got uh it's got like a a premise where like more most people can get more people can get into like, like oh, if you but... if you if you show like a random person like oh you want to see like some cute anime girls like doing stuff like some people are like oh no, I don't um, watch that yeah do you mean strike witches because hell <laughs> yeah I want to watch pantsless woman fly around and like <laughs> planes <laughs> yeah but I don't but... know wait wait I have to disagree with you on premise I mean the premise is literally. Science come, science get strong, science destroy Earth, science destroy planet, science now destroy galaxy, science destroy universe, now no more universe, science destroy multiverse. What the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah. well, I, I mean, like, more, more, more an idea where, like, if, like, you won't feel weird if you're talking about, like, oh, have you seen, like, the fight between, like, these two, like, mm. really, like real tough guys, you know? It's, it's, it's cooler to say that so, yeah, of, like, yeah, you see this so. magical girl fight this like tentacle monster you know you uh, would still watch that over Dragon Ball Z <laughs> just saying but <laughs> have you have you seen Hunter x Hunter talking about fight scenes um I have not finished the uh, series not but I've seen bits of it I know I reckon bit. Hunter x Hunter has one of the best fight scenes I've ever watched like the hype the like just the action of it and the animation is insane it's um I think it's called Netero his name was let me just look this up real quick. Yeah, Netero versus the End King. Right. If you have time, look up that fight scene. It's insane, man. Hey guys, this guy is here. As you probably noticed, this podcast, this episode ended very, very awkwardly and very abruptly. Um, so what happened was our recording device basically just shared itself. It went kaput and we lost about 40 minutes of good content and by good content i mean absolutely trash tier content because you know it's us 
um, going forward, you know, we, we're hoping to obviously make this not happen again. We're hoping to make better quality podcasts, but also videos. We really want to hit YouTube. We are in the final stages of kind of making that happen before we can make content for you guys on YouTube. So stay tuned, you know, give us any suggestions, any feedback you have in the comment section of wherever this is going to be uploaded. Um, reach out to me and thank you for listening. Hope to see you soon.